Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise now continually be in my mouth. To bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually. His praise shall continually his praise shall continually be in my mouth i will bless the lord at all times his praise shall continually, his praise shall continually, his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Amen. Let us pray. Eternal Father, in the name of your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ. Again, Heavenly Father, we say thank you. Thank you for what you have done to us, what you're doing through us, what you're doing for us. We give you all glory, we give you all praise, we give you all honor. Father, we have so many things to thank you for, to praise you for, to give you glory. If we had 10,000 tongues, we could not praise you enough for all that you do to us and through us and for us. We just want to say thank you. We just want to pause reverently to give your name the glory, the honor, and the praise. Father, we want to ask that you forgive us of our sins, forgive us of our lust of the flesh, lust of the eye, pride of life, Anything we have done or said, thought, felt, or purpose that was not pleasing in your sight, Father, we ask that you have mercy. Forgive us, your little children, for our misgivings, our sins, and our debts. 
pray, Heavenly Father, that as we study your word today, you will speak into our hearts, into our minds, words of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding that your people in the four corners of the earth may be blessed. We trust, Father, that you have something special for us today, your little children. We look forward with eager expectation. Speak, Father, for your servants, your people, your children are listening. Lead us, guide us by your precious Holy Spirit that we may meet you in the place that you have prepared for us, that we may be where you want us to be, Father, that we may say what you want us to say, that we may do what you want us to do, that your name may gain the glory from our lives, from our ministries, from our marriages, may the finances you've blessed us with, may you be glorified, may your kingdom expand. We trust, Father, you are going to do these things for us in the mighty and the precious name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, uh, God's people around the world say, amen. Amen and amen. God bless you. I do greet each of you once again in the mighty and the glorious name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. For those of you worshiping with us for the first time, I am Apostle Robert Bryant, and I'd like to welcome you to another edition of Living the Word, a place where sound doctrine is brought to the ears of millions of God's people all over the world. Again, we thank God for each of you. We pray that the Lord is blessing you very, very well wherever this broadcast is finding you. There are only two types of people that are watching me right now. There are those of you that are walking in the blessings of God and those of you who are not. For those of you who are walking in the blessings of God, I'm here to help you continue and to walk further in the blessings of God. For those of you that are not walking in the blessings of God, I'm here to show you and to share with you how to get into the blessings of God. Salvation is the first step in you and me getting into a higher level of blessings of God. God has provided salvation through his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, so that you and I can go to a higher level in blessings. My prayer for every soul under the sound of my voice, may you and I go to a higher level of blessings of God in the mighty and the precious name of Jesus Christ. And even when we get to a higher level, God says, Robert, tell my people I have even higher levels. God has higher levels of blessings. Wherever we are blessed now, God has a higher level of blessing. 
Well, however we are blessed now, however deep God has taken us in his blessing, God has deeper depths. So my prayer for you and my prayer for me, may we go higher and deeper with our creator in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We're going to look today at uh, one of my favorite psalms in the Bible, the 23rd Psalm, very popular psalm. David wrote this and it has spread around the world, um, dealing with God's leadership, God's care for us, his little children. And we're looking at the 23rd Psalm, verses 1 through 3. 23rd Psalm, verses 1 through 3. David says, the Lord is my shepherd. I like nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his namesake. Praise the living God. We're going to work today, children of God, from a topic, green pastures, green pastures. Let us pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, our Savior, our strength, our Redeemer. Again, Father, we just want to say thank you. We just want to appreciate you for who you are, what you've done, what you're continuing to do. You have been so good to us, Father. You have been better to us than our little minds can even comprehend. We appreciate you, Father. We love you today. We love you, Father, because you first loved us. You displayed your love for us by getting in the likeness of sinful man and coming down through 40 and two generations, lived, bled, suffered, died, rose again from the dead for us. Father, we thank you. Father, we praise you. We give your name all glory, all honor, and all praise. Father, we pray that as we study to show ourselves approved unto you, that you will make us workmen who need not to be ashamed, but make us rightly divide your word of truth. Father, whether your people want to hear it or not, make us preachers and proclaimers of your word of truth. Whether your people believe it or not, make us preachers and proclaimers of your word of truth. Whether your people stick with it, whether your people like it in season, out of season, Father, make us preachers and proclaimers of your word of truth. This is our prayer, Father. 
these and all other blessings we ask and we count done in Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. Let God's people around the world say amen. Amen and amen. Green pastures. When we talk about green pastures or greener pastures, I looked it up today and it was talking about opportunities and circumstances that were better for us. We may have had a job making $20,000 a year with $5,000 worth of benefits and we get offered a job making $40,000 a year with $10,000 in benefits. We oftentimes will leave one place and go to another place saying I've left for greener pastures. I've left for more opportunity. I've left for better opportunity. Well, understand that David spoke thousands of years ago about how God wants you and I down, you and I to lay down in green pastures. I don't know who God has sent me here to talk to today. And I don't know where you are and what you are into, what kind of job you have or what kind of relationships or what kind of, I don't know. But God wants you and I to lie down in green pastures. In other words, God wants ample opportunities for you and for me. He wants the best opportunities for you and for me. Now, notice something that David said here in verse two. David said, he makes me lie down in green pastures. Now, I went back and did some study on sheep early this morning and something I never knew that sheep don't naturally lie down in green pastures. That the reason why sheep lie down in green pastures is not because they realize that it's the best opportunity or the best place for them. They lie down in green pastures because the shepherd makes them lie down. You say, Apostle, what does that mean to me? We don't know what's best for us. We don't know the best job for us. We don't know the best ministry for us. We don't know the best spiritual gift for us to operate in the body. David said, God makes me to lie down. In other words, God knows what the green pastures are. You don't. I don't. My prayer for every soul under the sound of my voice, and that includes me because I'm under the sound of my voice. May we lie down in the green pastures that God recognizes for us. Went back today, children of God, studied, studied on sheep. And one of the things that they said is that sheep don't, the sheep don't just naturally lie down in green pastures. A sheep will walk right past green pastures because the sheep didn't, but it's the shepherd responsibilities to say that's a green pasture i'm gonna make the sheep lie down here may you and i lie down where god wants us to lie down you say apostle what does that mean may you and i take the job that god 
wants us to have. May you and I marry the man or the woman that God wants us to marry. May you and I go to the church or attend the ministry that God wants us to attend. He, David said, he makes me, David said, I don't know what green, what is a green pastor. David said, I don't know what's best for me. I don't know. He makes me lie down. See, sometimes we may not even want to lie down. Maybe, you know, there, there, there are times I'm thinking in my mind here at the ministry when some of the children were very, very small here at the ministry. And because we always had trips planned and were going places and things were very exciting, getting swimming pools put in or doing all kind of exciting things. A lot of times the children would not want to go to sleep. They will want to be up and to see and to be a part. And then sometimes I would have to make them lie down. See, lie down. God wants to make you and I lie down in green pastures because God realizes and God recognizes the green pastures for you, the green pastures for me. David said he makes me. David said it is not even my choice all the time. He makes me. Sometimes I would have to make the children lie down, go to sleep. You know, sometimes we'd be here asleep at the Christian Center Church worldwide and and listening to the boys' room and hear them bump, boom, brown, boom. Boys in there wrestling or the boys in there playing and have to go in there, go to sleep. Now, if I hear this noise again, there's going to be some trouble. Yes, Pastor, make me. David said he makes me lie down in green pasture. My prayer again, my brothers and my sisters, may we lay down in the green pastures that God has in store for you and that God has in store for me. And uh, in my spirit, the Lord just flashed something in my spirit. And I really didn't want to share this with you all. Lord says, share it. I uh, had been invited to uh, some countries for some programs, and I wanted to go and share God's word with his people in the countries, Pakistan, Nigeria, and Dubai. Finances had gotten a little low, uh, you know, and I was kind of like, Lord, you know, what am I going to do? You know, I, how am I going to, I want to go, but I don't have the money to do this, the money to do that. Lord said, don't worry. I'm about to bless you. I don't want to tell you exactly what he said, children of God, because some of you may not be ready, but Lord just said, I'm, you, I'm getting ready to bless you. And um, I said, okay. Okay. Went on with the plans. You know, even though at the time I did not have the, finances on hand, but to make a long story short, children of God, just what God promised me. See, he delivered, you know, 
He sent me on with the plans to go and proclaim his word in various countries, even when I couldn't see the finances to do it. You say, Apostle, what does that mean? Understand that God will oftentimes send you and I on with the plans to do something for him or the plans to do something for his kingdom, even when we can't see how we're going to do it. And I'm hearing God speak in my spirit now. God said, Robert, that's why I told you to walk by faith and not by sight. Faith, understand this, my brother, understand this, my sister. Faith is not blind. People talk about blind faith. We're not, faith is not blind. Faith is trusting in what God sees and not trusting in what we see. Let me say that again. I want you to write this down for those of you taking notes. Faith is you and I trusting in what God sees, not trusting in what we see. God, I wanted to go to these countries for these programs. Couldn't, didn't see the money, didn't, didn't know how, you know, I was going to be able to do different things. God said, don't worry, I'm getting ready to bless you. You know, I don't worry. Don't don't worry. So I went on went on to plans. Didn't know. I didn't know where the money was going to come from. I didn't know where the provision was going to come from. But I trusted in what God sees. I want to encourage somebody. I don't know who God has sent me here to talk to this morning. I want to encourage you, child of God. Trust in what God sees, not in what we see. God said, Robert, now my spirit, I'm saying, yes, Lord. God said, your vision is limited. Right, Robert? And my spirit, I'm saying, yes, Lord. God says, my vision is unlimited. God says, Robert, you can only see certain things. Right, Robert? And my spirit, I'm saying, yes, Lord. God says, I can see everything. Encourage my people for me. Trust in what I see, saith the Lord. God sees what you and I don't see. God knows what you and I don't know. God said, Robert, in my spirit, I'm saying, yes, Lord. God says, I can do, do all. Cannot do. Green pastures. God said, I, I know you're green pastures. God says, you think you know. You think you know the best job for you. You think you know the best wife or the best husband for you. You think you know the best church or the best ministry for you. You, you, you all think you God says, I know. So I don't know who God has sent me here to talk to today. I want to encourage you, my brother, encourage you, my sister. Let us trust what God sees. Let us trust what God knows. Let us trust what God wants us to do over what we can see, over what we uh, you know, let us trust God. God bless you.
Bishop Wakas, tell the saints in Pakistan, the Lord willing, I will see you all very soon, if thus saith the Lord. Green pastures. So understand, my brother, and understand, my sister. God has green pastures for you. God has green pastures for me. The challenge is for you and I to trust God enough so that the place, the people, the places, and the things that he has determined are green pastures for us. We will accept. We will accept. Look at what the Bible says. David says he makes me lie down. He, he, David, God, David said, God is the one that makes me lie down in green pastures. David said, I don't know green pastures. I don't know. Listen, I don't know what's the best business for me to operate in. I don't know what's the, how much I should give in church. I don't know. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He like, in other words, David said, look, God puts me in the best opportunity. God puts me in the best position for success. God put, he makes green pastures. My prayer for you, my prayer for me. May we move and operate in the green pastures that God has determined for you. And for me, yeah, every day I see people don't, don't even have a clue where God's green pasture for them is. May we receive a revelation as to the green pastures that God has determined. David said, the Lord is my shepherd. Now, 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 that's important because all of this that we read about in Psalms 23 verses one through one through three is predicated on the first portion of verse one. See, you're not going, you're not going to lay down in the green pastures the Lord has for you. You're not going to be beside quiet waters. You're not going to have a refreshed soul. You're not going to you're not going to be along on the, the right path for his namesake if he's not your shepherd. If God is not your shepherd, my prayer for every soul under the sound of my voice. I don't know who God has sent me here to speak to today. But you have you and I have to let the Lord be our shepherd. See, sheep, uh, sheep have to allow the shepherd to be the shepherd. The shepherd knows better than the sheep. Listen, the sheep can't fight off the wolf. Shepherd can. David talked about when he was going to fight Goliath, how that the, many of the soldiers, you know, Saul and many of the soldiers didn't believe David, who was just a young man, could go and fight against Goliath, who was nearly 10 feet tall, had been a fighting man since his youth. But David told Saul, said, look, you know, I was keeping my father's sheep and a lion or a bear would come in and take one of my father's sheep. 
David said, I went in, struck it, seized it by the hair, struck it, rescued my father's sheep. Look, the sheep didn't save himself. The sheep was saved by the shepherd. This is why the Lord is our shepherd. See, because the Lord has more power to deal with the adversary than we do. The Lord has more power to deal with our enemies than we do. A sheep can't fight off a bear. A sheep can't fight off a lion, but a shepherd can. David said, the Lord is my shepherd. David said, I'm the shepherd over these sheep, but then I have a shepherd over me. David said, I'm shepherding my father's sheep. Yes, yes, but I have a shepherd, Jehovah. My prayer for you, my brother, my prayer for you, my sister. The better we allow God to be our shepherd, the more of verses two, three, the more we'll run into these blessings that God has for us. The reason why some of us don't run into the blessings that God has for us is because we don't want to let the Lord be our shepherd. We keep trying to lead. And so we keep running into lack. If you running into lack out there, that's because you are leading and not allowing God to lead. God won't lead you to green pasture. Some of you out there, pastors, elders, overseers, some of you keep running into lack in your ministries, in your homes, in your business. Running, that's because you're trying to lead. Let God lead you. And he will lead you and he will lead me into green pastures. He'll lead you and me into a good and spacious land flowing with milk and honey. If we are in lack somewhere, we are not allowing God to lead us. David said, Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. So how is it? Who is your shepherd, pastor, if you keep right on running in the lack? Who is your shepherd? David said, the Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. That's what the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. That's what that means. Because the Lord is leading me, I'm not, I don't, I'm not lacking anything. I have what I need in my ministry, in my marriage, in my finances, in my business. How is it you, pastor, are constantly in lack? Who is your shepherd? The Lord is my shepherd. See, you want to come out of lack under the sound of my voice, then you need to start letting the Lord lead you and stop doing what you want to do. Stop doing what you think. Stop doing things the way you feel they ought to be and let the Lord lead you. Lack is a design of the adversary. You mean to tell me that God of all creation, he doesn't have sense enough to lead you and I to green pastures. The creator of all things, the preserver of light and life, he doesn't have sense enough to lead you and me to plenty, to lead you and me to what we need. David said, the Lord 
is my shepherd. The Lord is my guide. The Lord is my leader. The Lord is my boss. The Lord is my instructor, counselor. That's why I lack nothing. You are not going to be led by God and be in lack. If you and I are in lack, then somewhere we are not being led by God. Simple. The Lord is my shepherd. That that I, I pray that that portion of scripture sinks into your spirit very well, my brother and my sister. Into all of our spirits, mine too. Let God be our shepherd. Let God be our leader. Let God direct. Some of you out there under the sound of my voice, you talking about you want to be blessed by God and you don't even want to hear what God has to say. Now explain that to me. For those of you out there under the sound of my voice, you don't want to listen to God's apostles. You don't want to listen to his prophet. You don't want to listen to his evangelists, his pastors. His teachers, yet you say you want to be blessed. Well, exactly how is you and I going to be blessed if we don't listen to the blessor? God is the blessor. Listen to him as he speaks in our spirits, as he speaks through his apostles, as he as he speaks through his prophets, as he speaks through his events. You want to be blessed, but don't want to listen to God. It's not going to work. God doesn't work like that. You're not going to move into the, the real blessings that God has for you and for me unless we sit down, shut up, and listen to him. Jesus' mother told him at the wedding of Canaan, the people were in lack. They were lacking wine. Jesus' mother told the people at the wine, at the place, listen to him. Listen, listen. In other words, you lack wine. You want some more wine. You don't know what to do in this situation. Mary told him, listen to him. I want to encourage you. I don't know who God has sent me here to talk to today. Listen to him. Listen to the spirit of God. Listen to the word of God. Let God shower your spirit man with his word. Let me say that again. Let God shower your spirit man with his word. Listen, you, you don't you and I don't need people to like us. We need God to like us. I'm not here preaching and teaching and proclaiming God's word so much because you all like it every day. I'm here preaching and teaching and proclaiming God's word because God like it every day. Now, for those of you that decide to like it, praise God, all well and good. For those of you that don't, well, that's that's your business. Green pastors. 
See, because what I understand, my brother and my sister, is that, that that listening to God will put me in the green pastures, not necessarily listening to man. Listening to God will put you and me in green pastures, whether men like it or not. God says, Robert, now in, in my spirit, I'm sitting here saying, yes, Lord. God says, I open doors for you that no man can close. I want to encourage you, child of God. I don't know who God has sent me here to talk to. I'm not even, I'm just here to preach and teach his word, like he said. But God will open doors for you. God will open doors for me that no man can close. Some of you worried about the economy. Some of you, my black African-American brothers and sisters, worried about the white man. Some of you white brothers and sisters worried about my not. Listen, God opened doors for you and for me that no man can close. And he closes doors for you and for me that no man can open. Green pastors. God will put you in a place of plenty, my brother and my sister. You say, oh, Apostle, my country, the economy is down in my country. This and listen, I'm not talking about the economy. I'm talking about the God who's over the economy. God said, if you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. I don't care whether you are in Pakistan, Nigeria, Honduras, uh, Uganda, Texas, the United States. If you and I are willing and obedient, that's what will position us to be placed in green pastures. Understand, my brother, understand, my sister, everything is God's. Psalms 24, the earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and those who live in it. God says, I founded it upon the seas. I established it upon the waters. Who may ascend the hill of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? He that has clean hands and a pure heart. Who does not lift up his soul to an idol or swear by what is false. He will receive blessings from the Lord. Vindication from God his Savior. So I want to encourage you, my brother. Stop thinking of things as being his or hers or them or theirs. Everything belongs to my God. Everything belongs to our Heavenly Father. All the money in the world belongs to God. All the gold, all the silver, all the all, all the people belong to God. This is part of the reason, and the Lord is bringing this in my spirit now. <laughs> it kind of makes me chuckle now. Years ago, our bishop in Pakistan would see me all over the world in different places and different countries, and he would say to me, Apostle Brian, when are you coming to Pakistan. Now, I didn't want to go, you know. We found Osama bin Laden over in Pakistan, heard a lot of things about Pakistan. I didn't want to go. I didn't want to go. And my bishop would ask me, Apostle, he'd see me on the computer. I'd post in this country, that country, preaching here, preaching there. And he would, he would catch up with me. He would say, Apostle, when are you coming 
to Pakistan. I'd give one excuse or another because I didn't want to go. I didn't want to go. Finally, I went before the Lord and said, Lord, what you want me to do? Lord said, go to Pakistan. I loaded up last year about this time, went to Pakistan, found the saints there so warm and wonderful. When I left Pakistan, I had tears in my eyes. You know, because a lot of what I had heard and a lot of what I've been thinking just was not true. That the church in Pakistan is doing very well. The Lord willing, I will be back soon to share with God's people. So I want to encourage you, my brother, encourage you, my sister, don't believe everything you hear from man. Now, God says, Robert, tell my people for, for me to believe everything they hear from me or from the spirit of God. But don't believe everything you hear from man. Green pastures. God has green pastures, opportunities, provisions, protection. See, green pastures, you know, when the scripture talks about green pastures, you know, it's just talking about plenty. The God we serve is not a God of lack. He's not a God of lack, so you and I should not be in lack. God is not lacking. God is not in heaven saying, oh, man, I wonder how we're going to pay the angels this week. I wonder how we're going to get some money for the living creatures and how we're going to feed, how we're going to. God is not a God of lack. He's a God of plenty. And if we will listen to him, we can come out of lack. I don't know who I'm talking to. I, I have no idea. I don't know where you are. It's not my business. My business is to come here every day, sit down, hear from God, and tell you all what he say. That is my business. David said, the Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. Now, why is it David lacks nothing? David said, now I'm going to tell you why. Verse 1 tell you what is going on with David. Verse 2 tell you why is going on with David. Verse 2, he makes me lie down in green pastures. In other words, God make me lie down in places of plenty. God makes me go to places of plenty. God makes me go to people, places, things of plenty. He makes me lie down in green pasture. He leads me beside quiet waters. Now, that's another thing I studied earlier today. Sheep don't normally drink from waters that are moving or waters that are troubled. Sheep like to drink from quiet waters. My prayer for you, my prayer for me. May we drink from quiet waters. Say. May God refresh our soul. When we're talking about soul, we're talking about our thoughts, our will, our emotions. God wants to refresh your and my soul. This is 
one of the major purposes and functions of his word in our life to restore our soul. That part of us that if we're not careful, it can become troubled. It can become worried. It can become distressed. God wants to refresh our soul through and by his spirit, through and by his power, through and by his love, through and by his word. David said, watch this. He guides me along the right path. Now, God said, Rob, in my spirit, I'm saying, yes, Lord, I believe I know what you may say. God said, look, whether or not you follow is a whole nother thing. But God says, I'm going to guide you and my children, my people, along the right path. See, I'm not praying for God to guide us on the right path. I'm praying, praying for us to follow God on the right path. You can be walking with a guide in the woods and he's guiding you on the right path and you and I decide we're going to take another route. We're going to go another direction. See, I'm not praying that God guide us right because I know who he is. That's all he can do. I'm praying, Lord, may we follow you right. May we follow you like I know you're guiding us like you're supposed to. May we follow you like we're supposed to. My problem, listen, the problem in my life, listen, I'm going talk about me for a minute. The problem in, in Robert Bryan's life is not the leadership of God. The problem in Robert Bryan's life is that I don't follow God all the time. Lord, I'm praying that I follow you better. Not that you'll lead me better because you are leading me perfect. The problem is, Lord, I'm not following you perfect. There are times that you say, go here. I don't go there. There are times that you are saying, do this. I don't do that. There are times you are saying, my prayer for you, my brother, my prayer for me, my sister, is not that God will lead us right because God is leading us perfect. Prayer is that we will follow him right. My prayer is not that we will that God will lead us better. How are you going to lead any better than God? God is leading us perfect. My prayer for us is that we will follow him better. Green pastors. God saying, God is sitting back saying, look now, I'm trying to lead you to green pastors. Now you all over there in some mud or you all over there in some briars or you all over there getting attacked by the wolf. God said, I'm trying to lead you to green pastures. I'm trying, God said, I'm trying to lead you to where your blessing is. I'm trying to lead you to your place of plenty. I'm trying to lead you to your supply. I'm trying to lead you. God said, I'm trying to lead you to green pastures. And say the only way God said, look, Robert, and in my spirit, I'm saying, yes, Lord. God said, Robert, the only way you're going to get to these green pastures is to let me be your shepherd and lead you. 
God says, I know where the green pastures are for you. You got to follow me. See, some of us think we know where the green pastures is. God says, you, you don't know where the green pastures are for you. God says, I know where the green pastures are for you. Let me lead you. That's why the Bible tells us they that are led by the spirit of God are the sons of God. You and me might be a son of something if we're not being led by the spirit of God, but it's not a spirit of God. In order to be a, a son of God, you and I must be led by the spirit of God. You and I want to get to the green pastures. Yes, God say you have to be led by my spirit. We have to allow God to be our shepherd. All of these blessings we are looking at are predicated upon verse one, the first five words of verse one, the Lord is my shepherd. With the Lord being your shepherd. Now look at all the, watch all the blessings. If you and I take care of just those first five words, look at all the blessings that will come out of it. All right. The Lord is my shepherd. All right. And, and when I used to teach in the high school, I would have my students take notes in outline form. They'd have a major topic. Then they would break it down. One, two, three, four, five. And they would have five subtopics. Well, the Lord is our shepherd. That's the that's the breakdown. That's the topic. Now, the five subtopics. One, two, three, four, five. Number one will lack nothing. When the Lord is our shepherd. First thing, we'll lack nothing. Second thing, we'll lie down in green pastures. Third thing, he'll he'll lead us to quiet waters. Fourth thing, he will restore our soul. Fifth thing, he will guide us in the right paths. With the Lord as your shepherd, with the Lord as my shepherd, as that's the topic. One, two, three, four, five things God will do for you and for me. I used to have my students take notes. They'd write down a topic, then break it down. Get five, five things to support that topic. So if you ever look up in your life and you are missing any one of those five things, then you need to go back and check. Is the Lord your shepherd? Is the Lord shepherding you? Is the Lord leading you? You in lack, is the Lord leading you, pastor? You in lack, bishop, apostle, elder, you in lack. Every day I get pastors contacting me in lack. And the apostle, I need this, I need that. I need, is the Lord leading you? Because the first thing the Lord will do for you and for me, if he is leading us or if we are following him, like we're supposed to, is number one, we will lack nothing. Look at what David said. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. How are you in lack, pastor? And you say the Lord is your shepherd. How are you in lack? And the Lord is leading you. So it's not that you need, what you need if you in lack is you need to be shepherded by the Lord. What I need if we are in lack, I need to be shepherded by the Lord.
the Lord is my shepherd. Green pastures, that's just a part or a benefit of the Lord being our shepherd. See, some of us want green pastures, but we don't want the Lord to be our shepherd. God said it doesn't work like that. Green pastures are reserved for men and women who allow the Lord to be their shepherd. Let me say that again. Some of you may not have heard me very well. Green pastures are reserved for those who allow the Lord to be their shepherd. You know, just like some people may look at, you know, individuals that have muscles. Well, muscles, for the most part, are reserved for people that work out and they exercise, they eat right. You know. So if we want the green pastures, you got to let the Lord be your shepherd. And you want the muscles on your body, and you need to work out. Ah, man, apostle, I want muscles. I see you got muscles. I want the muscles like you. What do you need to work out like me? Come on in here for workout. Boy, I want some change every morning. Come on, sweat. Come on, push this steel. Some people want the blessings of God, but you don't want to let the Lord, you don't want to follow God. You don't want to obey God. You don't want to do what God's saying. Nah, no. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Let the Lord be your shepherd. And one of the first things he will deliver you and me from is lack. Going to countries all over the world, people are in lack. In lack, in lack. Why? Don't want to listen to God. Don't want to follow God. Don't want to be, we don't want to listen. Uh uh. You got to listen to God. Because mm -mm. what God will bring you and me out of when we listen to Him, He will bring us out of lack. And he will bring us into green pastures. Bring us into provisions, protection, deliverance. Praise God. Who is this? Pastor Emmanuel, God bless you, man of God. From Tanzania, the Lord willing, we will be with those wonderful saints down in Dar es Salaam, Tanzania, later on this year. Uh, tell the saints that we love them and the Lord willing, we will be there lifting up the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So, children of God, in conclusion, you say, Apostle Bryant, wrap it up for us all right let the lord be your shepherd you want to be delivered from the curse of lack start listening to god if you want more blessings from god 
start listening more to God. Simple. The spirit of lack, just like God has not given us a spirit of fear, God has not given us a spirit of lack. But of love, power, self-control, or sound mind. Obedience to the spirit of God will deliver you and I from the spirit of lack. And God will bring you. And God will bring me. God will bring our ministries. God will bring our finances. God will bring it into a place of green pastures. You under the sound of my voice out there. And there's some of you understand my voice. How you, you hungry. Okay. There are some of you under the sound of my voice that are hungry right now. How hungry in this world there's plenty of food. In right here in the United States, there's so much food sometimes that farmers have to destroy surplus food because it's just too much. It's so much. So how are you gonna be hungry in a world with plenty of food? God has put more than enough resources in this world for us, his little children. Whatever they is, there's no that you know, back in, I remember in the early 70s, you know, I was living in New Jersey and there was supposedly a, a, a crude oil shortage, long lines were at that was no crude oil shortage. There were just some greedy people that did not want to release it. No shortage. God has put plenty of everything we need right here in the earth. God has put plenty of everything that we need here in the earth. There's plenty of food in the earth. God, we have to listen to God to find out how to get some. There's plenty of money here in the earth. We have to listen to God. There's plenty of Christians here in the earth. And we have to listen to God. God has put you and me in a world of plenty. But we have to let the Lord be our shepherd so he can direct us to these green pastures. So he can direct us to these places of plenty. Praise the living God. So I want to encourage somebody today. I don't know who God has sent me here to talk to. Lord willing, uh, we're going to wrap this message up. Uh, green pastures. God wants to direct you and me to our green pastures. God knows how much money you God knows how much money I need. God knows the people that you need, the people that I need. God knows what we had. God said, look, Robert, tell my people, I know what you have need of even before you even ask me. God knows 
what we have need of. And if we will listen to him, he will direct us as to how to get it. Now, if we don't want to listen, then that's how we end up a lot of times in, 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 in lack because you don't want to listen to God. There's a passage in scripture that says God makes men upright. And we're going to close on this. God makes men upright, but men have run after many schemes. I want to find that for you all. And that's, that's what a lot of, and it's the sad thing is, that's what you have a lot of people doing in ministry. Schemes. Schemes get money. Schemes get congregation members. Schemes get schemes. God makes men But men have gone after many schemes. I want to encourage you, my brother. I want to encourage you, my sister. Don't don't run after schemes. See? Don't run after schemes. Run after God. When you and I run after God, we don't have to use schemes. We don't have to use a come up with all kinds of schemes to get money, schemes to get uh, congregation members, schemes to get uh, run after God. Uh, we're going to close on this note because our hour is just about up. Uh, Ecclesiastes chapter 7 verse 29. Solomon says, this only I found. Uh-oh. Got some things blocking me here. Okay, this only have I found. Ecclesiastes 7 and 29. God created mankind upright. But God says they have gone in search of many schemes. So understand this, my brother, and understand this, my sister. If, if you're trying to come up with a scheme in ministry, a scheme in this, a scheme, that, that's you. That's not God's plan. That's your little plan. God makes us upright. God wants us to operate upright. But it was us that start thinking we need a scheme. Being upright is not going to get it. Being upright. God says, yes, it is. Just be upright. God created men upright. But they have gone. God said they the ones have gone after many schemes. So my brother and my sister, I encourage you, don't be going after schemes. God did not create ministry for schemes or for schemers. God created ministry for men and women that want to uh, behave upright. So let us behave upright. 
God will bring us into. It's not a scheme that gets us into green pastures. It's being upright and following God's leadership. May God bless you, children of God, and heaven smile on each of you. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.